Last Sunday, we concluded our celebration of the Easter season by observing Pentecost, which is the memorial of the full experience of Jesus' resurrection for his first disciples when the Holy Spirit enters them and gives them the power to get out into the world and to share with the rest of the world who Jesus is. This is how salvation flows through the power of the Holy Spirit with people as its instruments. The first Sunday after Pentecost every year, Catholics around the world observe today's solemnity of the Most Holy Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, which is revealed to the world beginning at Pentecost. When you hear that, you come to church, we're celebrating this big feast of the Holy Trinity, you might say, isn't that obvious? God is a Trinity. That's Christianity 101. We begin everything in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. We bless ourselves and one another with that. Isn't that obvious? I invite you to consider, no, it's not at all obvious in one way. And secondly, it should be very obvious in another way. Let me explain this wisdom to you. So, it is not at all obvious to the world that God is the Trinity. Most people on this planet 2,000 years after this revelation has been given to us, still do not know this truth. The most important truth is who God is. The fact that you and I have been given this revelation by God of who God is, is the greatest gift that God ever gives us. Most people of good faith on this planet, in all of human history, have some sort of insight into there's a creator of the universe or there's a creator of us. Our Jewish ancestors had revealed to them by God immeasurably more about who that creator God is than any other people in human history to that point. All of our Jewish tradition is God's revealing more and more that God is not some distant power. God is a father, a merciful father, a just father, a compassionate father. God revealed to our Jewish ancestors that God is our father. That's very big. About 2,000 years ago, there was a man named Jesus in a from a place called Nazareth, who at about age 30 went out into the world and told people he was God. He told people that he had existed forever, that he and God the Father were one, that he was God's eternal son, not just like a child of God, he called God his personal daddy. This is why Jesus was killed. He wasn't killed because he just offended people. He was killed explicitly because he claimed to be God. That's why certain people killed him. When Jesus rose from the dead, people who had had contact with him and witnessed that resurrection came to know it was the truth. He was the eternal son of God, still just one God. But it's not just God the Father. Jesus is God's eternal son. Two persons, one God. You with me? You with me? We talked about last week at Pentecost. When the Holy Spirit enters the first disciples at Pentecost, we just heard in that gospel reading, John 16, Jesus tells his disciples before his death and after his resurrection that they're going to experience a baptism in the Holy Spirit, that the Holy Spirit in the future is going to lead them into all truth. When the Holy Spirit enters those disciples at Pentecost, they know this is not just a feeling, this isn't an inspiration, 
This isn't just an empowerment. This is God. God has actually entered us. So God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. It's still one God, but three persons. That is God's full and final revelation of who God is. God is the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, an eternal communion of e an eternal communion of outpouring love. If you're sitting around later today and you say, oh, I'm, you know, God doesn't love me. How much does God love you? God has revealed to you the fullness of who God is. Oh, I'm, you know, my life is so mediocre. Well, maybe your life is mediocre, but you're missing out on the truth that God has revealed to you the mystery of who God is. It's the most important truth there is. Our Catholic tradition tells us this is the most important truth for faith, for what we know, and for life, as importantly, for how we choose to live our lives day by day. So back to the, isn't this obvious question? As a Christian, the fact that God is the Trinity, the fact that God is an eternal communion of outpouring love is in fact obvious to me at this point. There's another meaning of obvious. One is something that's easy to understand or to grasp. The other obvious is it's an easy to see something. You are obviously an extraordinarily beautiful human being. I see it right away. Is the fact that God is the Trinity obvious to you in the way I live my life? Is the fact that God is an eternal communion of outpouring love obvious to other people in the way you live your life? So what I encourage you to do this week is just to take those four words, eternal communion of outpouring love. If you can't remember them, I posted them on social media this morning. Consider those basic truths about the Trinity. Is it obvious to other people, or to what extent is it obvious to other people who God is through the way you're living? I'll start you out. Love. God is love. God is nothing but love. I bet if we did a test on this, we'd get 100%. It is obvious to any Christian, God is only love. If I choose to live in God, I should be choosing to focus on nothing but love morning, noon, and night. I'm created in the image and likeness of God. I should be pursuing love as the only big priority in my life. Love is our origin. Love is our constant calling. Love is what we're meant to be eternally. God has fully revealed what love is through Jesus. Everything he says, everything he does, is meant to show us what love is, and we're entirely capable of imitating that. Anything in my life that is not about love is secondary and temporary. Everything in my life that is about love is of God. It has eternal value. To what extent is it evident in your life that God is love? To what extent is it obvious that that's your priority? Eternal communion of outpouring love. Communion. The revelation that God is a trinity, that God is the trinity, is the revelation that, you ready for this? To be, to exist, is to be in communion with others. There is no father 
not in communion with the Son and the Holy Spirit. There is no Son, not in communion with the Father and the Holy Spirit. There is no Holy Spirit, not in communion with the Father and the Son. To be is to be in communion with others. If I choose to live that truth, I pursue godly relations with everybody else, everybody else. That may be a pleasure if I like you and you like me. That is meant to be an adventure if you hate me or if I hate you. God is in relation with every human being on this planet, whether a person loves God or completely fights against God. God is still in relation. Jesus teaches us, everything he teaches about God the Father in all the ways he lives his life, and he shows us through the power of the Holy Spirit, how am I meant to be in relation with everybody else, in godly relation? Why does this matter? Any long-term inclination I have to isolation, to selfishness, to self-centeredness, is not of God. Any inclination I have to hatred, to violence, to abuse, is not of God. Any inclination I have to go through the world not in relation with others is not of God. I know I'm obsessed with this. This is the danger of electronic communications. Electronic communications allow me to be in a more active communion with lots and lots of other people. But do most of the electronic holes that I go down, do they lead me to more active godly communion with other people? Obviously they don't. When you spend all your time on your devices this week, is that time fundamentally leading you to godly relations with others, or is it something else? Third, eternal communion of outpouring love. Outpouring, that comes up in everything that we know about the Trinity. God the Father pours out life and love. Jesus pours out his entire life and love for the sinful world. The Holy Spirit is poured into us, never a little bit, poured into us. Love is outpouring. We're blessed to live in a community in which so many people who believe in the Trinity pour out life and love for other people. It is obvious in so many ways in this parish that God is outpouring love because you choose to pour out love for others. Insofar as I am stingy, cheap, mediocre, lazy, let alone hoarding, that is not of God. It's not of life. It's not of love. It's actually of death. Fourth and finally, eternal communion of outpouring love. Eternal. This is very obvious to me in my head. Is it very obvious through me in my daily choices? God is eternal life and love. God has existed for eternity. God will exist for eternity. Every choice I make to live in God is a choice to be part now of what will become eternal. This life goes by very, very quickly. I'm 83 and it feels like it's just been 12 years. It's really brief in contrast, in comparison to eternity. 
anything I do right now that's in God has eternal value and will become part of eternity because God is a communion of eternal love. Either I am going to exist in God and everyone who's with God eternally, or I'm going to exist apart from God and everyone who's with God eternally. Every choice I make to do godly things now and every choice I make to reject evil things now is a choice for eternity which begins now. So many of you get this, right? If I sweep this floor for God and in God consciously and a dust storm comes in at 11 o'clock, that floor is clean in heaven and it will exist in heaven. If I love you right now, Elaine, because I'm choosing eternity and you shoot me in the head, I love you already in heaven. It becomes part of eternal life. And everything I do that is not of love with you is going in the opposite direction. So I encourage you to consider beginning that with that this week. I think those things are obvious to all of us. Eternal communion of outpouring love. To what extent are they obvious to others in your life? In the ways that they are, thank God. In the ways that they're not, there's the agenda for growth this week. Thank you for listening. To learn more and to get involved, go to stpatrickparish.com.